listening to the Loving BDSM Podcast, episode 254. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the guy with a freshly trimmed beard, John Brownstone. Yeah. I couldn't think of what I wanted to say. Nothing witty was coming to mind. I was looking at you thinking, <laughs> yeah, I kind of like that guy. I think I'll keep him. So I couldn't. Gee, thanks. For once, hmm. I couldn't be too snarky. What's wrong with you and what have you done with my wife? I- I'm haven't had a full coffee yet uh, that's that's what's wrong explains a lot it does explain a lot <laughs> uh today we're talking about something we know all too well <laughs> uh our life now uh we're talking about getting into ruts routines and the mundane basically when your power exchange relationship gets a bit boring mm. also that's not always a bad thing Remember that. I'm going to repeat it later. It's not always a bad thing. Welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education. And show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. If you love what you hear, we'd love a good review wherever you listen to us to help other kinksters find us. If your podcast app of choice does not let you leave a review... Uh, we love it when you share your favorite episodes with your fellow kinky community. That is also how a lot of people find us, and I like it. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, LovingDS on the number one, LovingDS1, or on YouTube at YouTube.com slash LovingBDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. As always, a big shout out and thank you to our Mm -hmm. kinky patrons on Patreon, including our newest peeps. We see you. We love you. We thank you. If you'd like access to more content, to more us, to perks, to a special Discord server, to more, to more, to more, 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 (laughs) you can become one of our kinky patrons for as little as $2 per month. Head to patreon.com slash Lords. That's patreon.com slash Lords, or use the link in the show notes. Okay, so before we get into the topic, uh, announcements first. Let me say, hot damn, uh, the Butters Hygienics Company is sponsoring us yet again this week. Yeah. Thank you to the Butters and to Jerome, who owns the Butters and makes the Butters and is amazing about the Butters. Uh, we've talked about their lube, their skincare. I forgot to mention they've got beard care, hair care, yeah. all like all your care. And bath bombs. And have I tried the bath bombs? No. Why? Because I do not have a bathtub in which to try the bath bath bombs. But apparently they're beautiful and they're wonderful. But I don't know that firsthand. I'll get you a kiddie pool for the backyard. Okay. <laughs> hey, come summertime, I'll be like, please let me just sit in tepid water. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the big news for our international listeners, watchers, folks, uh, full international shipping now. Mm-hmm. Uh, getthebutters.com. It yeah. used to be kind of like a piecemeal. You'd have to reach out. You'd have to work out a thing. Or you um, could buy the butters through some of the stores that he distributed to. But now you can do straight international shipping through the site. Um, it's like our site, the Kinkery. You, whatever the mm-hmm. cost is, you pay for shipping, whatever that might be. But it is now available. And I mentioned this last week, coupon code that I've had for like five years now. Kayla is now get you 15% off. It used to get you 5%. It now gets you 15% off. So if there you, you want, and what is our number one product from there? The lube, the lube, the lube, oh, the yeah. lube. But also if you don't need lube or you have a favorite lube, there's other things. I smell like lemongrass and green tea. 
and mm. I like it. Makes yeah, I, I I love the uh, the the cream for the for my beard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love it, love it, love mm-hmm. it. Um, I have a new scent I haven't tried yet, but I sniffed it and it's delicious. It's black cypress and something. It smells so good. So, um, and if you are a person who likes uh, fruity sweet scents, those are there too. And if you can't handle fragrance in your products, he's got unscented products as well so yeah. yay okay thank you drone for sponsoring <laughs> um okay next announcements i'm trying to be quick because they're just quick little announcements mm-hmm. um monthly hangout youtube live stream is this friday yes. february 19th for podcast listeners that will be the day this episode goes out for youtube watchers that's this coming friday if you're subscribed to our youtube channel and have hit that Oh, notification bell. Just do what daddy says. Uh, hopefully you'll like know. But if you subscribe to our newsletter, I put the link to it in the newsletter of the day that it happens. So uh, the link to subscribe to our newsletter is in all the places. And then third, Kinky Book Club. We are in the second mm-hmm. month. We are reading Push the Button by Feminista Jones. Uh, and the video for that, where we do a premiere and I'm in the live chat talking to folks, um, is February Friday, February 26th. Yeah. And again, if you're subscribed to the YouTube channel, hopefully you'll get the notification that the that's video's right. up or the premiere is scheduled or whatever. And if you're mm-hmm. not... That's that's why you need to hit that bell. But if you're not and you subscribe to the <laughs> newsletter, ta-da! I make sure you have the link. So I try to be helpful. So um, let's get into the topic. Right. I, again, this is... Um, um, how do I put this? This is not something where I'm like, if you do these five things, your relationship will never get into a boring rut. Like, mm, no, first of all, I don't, I'm not that creative. If I knew those five things, I don't think we'd ever be in a boring rut. <laughs> <laughs> also, I do not think that boring ruts and the boring routines and the mundane part of like, you're just kind of going through some of the motions is always a bad thing. It's not automatically negative. No, it's not. Some sometimes boring is good. Sometimes after it's just all the, comforting. Yeah. You're like, I know what to expect, and I don't have to worry about what's coming next. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to, and again, as with everything, we can only talk about it from our perspective because that's the only one we know. Yeah. Um, but I just want to talk about it as a nor- like to normalize it to both normalize it as sometimes it's okay, mm-hmm. and also uh, at some point. Or for sometimes in sort of an ebb and flow kind of thing. Yeah. In even the most exciting, hottest, sexiest, whatever, whatever, kinkiest power exchange, you will probably get into some kind of routine rut. Mm-hmm. The mundane will become more normalized, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I just I just want to normalize that for folks. I just want to admit mm. that it happens. And then there comes a time when you're ready to kind of shake it up. Yeah. And I, I in a perfect world... One, both of you become ready at the same time, or one of you is ready and suggests it, and the other partner is receptive to that. Like perfect world scenario, yeah, I think probably happens more often than not, but sometimes it doesn't. Hmm. Um, in different ways, we have talked about this before. Um, typically, uh, it's been through the lens of vanilla life is interfering with your life, mm-hmm. or you've got other things going on, or whatever. That's not how I really want to talk about it. I just want to talk about the fact that it is. It is. It is what it is. It exists. Yeah. And it's a thing. And I know we are in absolute ruts right now. And our, we're very much on autopilot. That would have been another good word for this, being yeah. on autopilot in your mm-hmm. relationship. Um, and, and I'm not 
completely mad about it. I know. I you know I I kind of liken it, and I'm going to use a word, um, and I believe the, the the term comes from from sailing. And I know Mr. Spock will correct me if 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 it's not. Um, it, it's it's likened to the doldrums. Mm. Okay, when you're kind of out and sea in a sail in a, in a sailboat, and you hit a spot where there's no wind, mm. and you're just kind of there Mm -hmm. you know nothing moving in any direction right oh i didn't know that was what that i i believe that's what it is i've used that word in a different meaning okay we'll learn something new in our live chat but you know the the concept of that i totally that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah there's forward motion and sometimes there's backward motion and then sometimes there's no movement at all right and i think that i know for me in the past i used to get very nervous and sometimes i still get nervous when in some facet of life there's no forward movement Mm -hmm. you know there's a little bit of that um sort of i don't can't think of the word but basically how you know i am a person who's very much like how productive am i how much am i getting done how much can i check off a to-do list and that is not just about following routines it's about forward movement am i getting stuff done to move forward in whatever it is i'm trying to do and i know i'm like that professionally and i tend to be like that sometimes personally it's like if we're not doing new things or exciting things or expanding our horizons or you know whatever what what is wrong with us and i think it yeah. took me a bit to sort of go nothing's wrong and not just in you and with you and i in our relationship but in every relationship i've mm-hmm. ever been in good bad or otherwise there's new relationship energy at the beginning where everything's new and exciting then you dip down into whatever your real baseline is yeah. and then in any relationship when something new happened moved got pregnant yeah. Learn a new kink, like right. for power exchange for us these days, it's learn a new kink or have a mm-hmm. new partner. Um, then there's a spike in activity and eventually you kind of come back down to whatever a baseline is for you mm-hmm. according to the life you're living at the time. And it, yeah, I was probably into my 30s before I finally got comfortable with the fact that it really is okay to just be in your routine for a while yeah. and to not always be doing something new or striving for something more. I, I think with me, I, I have noticed a, um, um, can't think of the word, give me a word, uh. um, baseline maybe, uh. um, for me that I will move forward in surges. Ooh, yeah, I surge a lot, yes. Okay, yes. I, <laughs> I, will, I will surge through things, whether it's learning something, whether it's doing something, I, I will just like, poof, you know, burst forward. And and I get through that, that burst, however long it lasts. And then I just kind of pull back I a think, little and bit. And I think you find a new baseline there too, because yeah. now you've got this new activity, this new kink, this new relationship. And mm-hmm. there was a lot of activity around it. There was a lot of adjustment. There was a lot of learning. There was a lot of new stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it's it settles a little bit, hopefully. Yeah. I'm not personally. The pers- dust settles. Right. Well, <laughs> I as much as I used to kind of think what's wrong that it's not, con- it's surging is a good word. It's not constantly mm-hmm. surging forward. I also don't like too much chaos. And there is a bit of chaos in the new, whatever whatever that new is in your power exchange, because you have to adjust. You adjust to new ways of doing things. Maybe you adjust right. to a new routine. You're just adjust, adjust, adjust. Mm-hmm. And that's just constant activity and thinking, and it can be tiring. I know it is for me. That's a lot of mental activity. And so eventually I do just want it to sort of settle the fuck down mm-hmm. and to just uh, now be in the routine of whatever yeah. that new thing is. I, I think 
you know, I, I've made this analogy before. It, it's kind of like, like driving. You drive the same route day after day, mm -hmm. month after month, year after year. And I've had this happen to me. I, I had left work. And next thing I know, I'm home. I don't even know and I'm like, <laughs> how did I get here? You know, you, you drive that route. It has become so ingrained in you that it, it, it becomes a, a natural function almost. Pure muscle memory, for sure. Muscle memory. You don't even have to think about it. So it, you know, and I had heard about this thing. And, you know, it, it's nice to let the brain relax, mm -hmm. but you want to also keep your brain active so it doesn't hurt to... Um, take a different route from time to time. It keeps your brain active. It keeps it, you know, going. And I, I have to laugh because every once in a while I will do this picking up the youngest from school. And be like, we don't go this way. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, my child for yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> you know, and like, yeah, we don't. We're, we're taking a different route today. We're going to see some different scenery. <laughs> well, and I used to do that because I that same analogy, I had heard and mm -hmm. I knew to be true for myself back in the day when I had a 45 minute commute one way, I yeah. could drive that 45 minutes and not quite know, remember a bit of the drive. Yeah. And so, yeah, to keep it fresh, I was like, I'm going to stop at Sonic and get a Diet Coke here. I'm going to do this or I'm going to make a different turn or I'm right. going to this or that, you get, whatever. You, yeah, you know, on, on this route, I know, well, okay, there's a coffee shop here. There's, you right. know. <laughs> and, you know, it's a couple of things. One, it's completely analogous to a relationship mm -hmm. and two it sort of illustrates a, an interesting point it's about intentionality and it's about thinking about what can i tweak what can i do slightly different not completely different not stop going to work because i don't want to forget to <laughs> well, drive yeah, right <laughs> i mean that's a little extreme look back in the day i wanted to not go to work for a lot of different reasons that wasn't for that yeah, well, okay you know um, you know it's no Oh, the, the relationship's gotten boring. Let me toss the whole relationship. Not necessarily. Most of the time, not. No. Uh, it's, okay, what can what small thing can we do? Mm -hmm. I th and with relationships, you know, I know when we talk about power exchange relationships, most people think about, in like in this topic, they're thinking about the kink. But let's just talk about relationships for a minute. Mm -hmm. You and I are total creatures of habit. We prefer to know yeah. what our routine is to kind of mm -hmm. stick with it. We're happy to sort of dance on the edge of that and change things up. But there are right. certain things we just don't even think about. And it can actually throw us into a sort of stressful tizzy when it a change gets decided for us. Case in point, we eat dinner. I mean, we're going to be great at the blue plate special senior <laughs> discounts when we're older, okay? Because we eat dinner at what a lot of people think is a really early time. We're eating dinner by 5.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, sun ain't down, okay? <laughs> and we are bellying up to the table. Um, there are, we do have legit reasons for that. We did think about it. Mm -hmm. But what that means is on a day when, like, we can't eat until 6 or 6.30, we are actively a little stressed <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I, it's usually me, but one of us has to go, whoa, wait, 6, 6.30 at night is not an unreasonable time to eat dinner? What What is wrong with us? And so that is sort of the, the downside to being so stuck in a routine that a slight, a small thing that can happen to you <laughs> throws you off, but also 
you don't even think about, well, maybe we should change this up. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. the changes or the, the moments when we're thrown off our routine and into something a little chaotic and maybe even exciting or not intentional, they happen to us and then they cause stress. And I think that's the yeah. difference if you're, if you find yourself in a rut or routine with your relationship and you don't want to be in it, you're like, mm, I'm not satisfied with this right now. I could use a little, a little excitement, a little flair, a little something. Mm-hmm. It is much better to be intentional about it and to try to plan for it together with a partner yeah. than to have life come at you and it to be something that you're reacting to in in a way that might not be welcome. You know, right? Um, right. I in terms of our kink, uh. The f- the first new thing we've introduced in a year was how we do my collar. And what was mm-hmm. kind of humorous, ironic, I don't know, kind of ha-ha funny about it, was that it actually has taken me a while to adjust to that. We've been doing it this way for a couple months now, and I yes. still am, like, struggling with, oh, yeah, let me, let me grab my... Let me grab my collar so I can be put on. Um, but that's... I, I, and me, I saw you walking towards me this morning... And I stopped what I was doing on the computer and spun around, you know, ready for you to come with, to me with your collar. And like, mm-hmm. she was, and you were like, nope, nope, I'm not here for that yet. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you're ahead of me, you're ahead of me. But it was kind of nice. We were on the same page. I, it was in my head to do it. Um, so do I have a point? I don't know that I have a point. I, um, when we've learned new kinks, we've got a video about that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was very intentional. And that was exciting yes. because there was anticipation to it. Mm-hmm. There was anticipation when we just started talking about it. Then there was anticipation when we slowly started practicing. We weren't even like seeing yet. We were just like, right. here, just oh, let's dipping, try this out. Dipping toes in the water, And so then speak, when we yes. were like, okay, we feel confident enough to, even if it's like a little mini scene where this is all mm-hmm. we're doing for this set amount of time yeah there was some excitement to it there Mm -hmm. i find and i'm I'm sure this is about individual personalities so other people will react differently i do find that there are times that there are things i want to do or i want to change but the idea of disrupting my familiar pattern Mm -hmm. that i can rely on that i'm used to that i know how it's supposed to go and i also know how to adjust when things don't go well because it's just the the routine i'm in it can be a little stressful to think of even adding in something fun because depending Mm -hmm. on where my head is at at the time i'm like but but where does that fit and what is what does that mean for everything else and and how will this make everything different and i can't mentally prepare for this Mm -hmm. i'm Mm -hmm. sure that has a lot to do with being an anxious human being but i don't think it's just that i'm i'm hoping other people but that can also create a resistance to wanting to get out of the boring rut or routine even when you're you know even when you're unhappy with your routine you're like i don't i don't like this this is this is not what i thought this relationship was going to be or this is not the kind of life i want to lead we've got to change something the act of changing has a bit of friction to it Mm -hmm. it can be difficult sometimes even when you really want the change yeah like how many times have we talked about how we're going to increase our play and our exploration and And, and what have we done not a thing nothing Um, nothing nothing we we've gone in so many other directions with with other things because there's always something to do so you know sometimes i I think it's a a point you have to force the hand so to speak um excuse me 
I, I know for me, especially over the past year now at this point, mm. um, you know, we, you and I are in, in some ways opposite, mm -hmm. okay? Because you would rather stay here at home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And me, hey, I, I want to be out on the road. Mm-hmm. You know. And I want to uh, be out on the road as long as I can stay in the car and I don't have to talk to anybody. Right. So, you know, when going to munches and workshops and, and you know, things like that were taken away from me, that was very hard for me. Mm-hmm. And, and I know... Like, like even last night, there was a rope workshop I would have loved to attend. Didn't make it. We had things going on. And that, yeah, those were life things. It's you know, just it, how it, life it, goes. It, it was a life thing. And it's funny because I, I think about it, you know, you would think, well, it's easier for me to sit down at my computer at home than go somewhere. And yet for me, it's the opposite. If I know I have somewhere to go, mm -hmm. I make a plan. Mm -hmm. And work around that. Mm. When I'm at home, even though all I have to do is sit down at my computer and turn on Zoom, mm -hmm. it's like, no, I'm I'm home. So, and this is what I do at there, home when I'm home. And and yeah. there's something always something to do at home, and that gets pushed to the to the to the back burner, so, so to speak. is it not, I mean, I know part of it for you is the going out, especially in the, the, the mm -hmm, year of our Lord mm -hmm. pandemic 2020 for fucking ever. Yeah. Um, is, is it, do you think it's not just the going out alone? It's the, the, there's a word I want, the novelty of it. Because home in this sense, especially right now, is where you are all the time. So the routines you're in, the things you do, do you think it's harder to adjust your thinking to doing something new here because it lacks novelty of location? I think so. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's a good part of it, yes. Mm -hmm. I um, do not know facts, statistics, studies on this, but from things that I have read over the years, humans in general are kind of hardwired for a bit of novelty. Now, I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure those of us who are highly anxious people or who have other things that make us resistant to change, probably less so. We like it, but maybe not so much. Yeah. Also, and this, did I get from uh, one of my books on habit? Was it Gretchen Rubin's books on habit? I think so. Mm. Um, she said there, and I, I know I've read it in other places too by other writers, that our brains use less energy when we're following a habit. Yes. There's less to think yes. about. There's less to mm -hmm. process. Um, and our mind, our body in general, but our brain wants to run as efficiently as possible. Right. So the more we can turn, the more that becomes a habit, even if it's not a good habit, uh, the less we have to think that our, our brains can use that extra energy for other mm -hmm. functions and other thoughts, which is part of why it is so very hard to break an old habit and start a new one right. because you're using a lot of energy to do that. And so I know for me, when it's something I'm really super invested in and excited mm -hmm. to do, yeah, I can push through most of the time that resistance to, to doing something different. Um, right. When it's just a lot of talk and there's, and this is specific to our power exchange right now, when we've had a lot of talk about how we want to reconnect and we want to, to, to get back to some old things, to do some new mm -hmm. things, 
But it's been talk and there's been no plan or action. The, and the resistance is because things have been, uh, aside from the not having a lot of playtime, things are run, th- things are doing well. I know, and you kind of don't want to mess that up. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it's kind of the, you know, don't rock the boat kind of yes. thing. Yes. Okay? And here's the thing. That's so, why I say these ruts and these routines are not automatically a negative mm-hmm. they're a negative if they feel negative to you if this is not what you want your relationship to look like if this is not what you want your life to right. look like if you are unhappy then it is a negative but and i would also say if it if it happens for so long that your relationship stagnates which then usually leads that, to being unhappy then it's a negative then yes but sometimes it's like you know what it's really nice to know that the one thing i don't have to fucking worry about right now is our power exchange yeah. i could go worry about something else that is on fire and needs my attention. Now, that being said, I think it's really, really easy to become complacent. And that's where bad things can happen, too. Mm-hmm. So while we're not doing new things, we are constantly talking about yeah. our relationship, about how we feel. We're checking in with one another. Mm-hmm. And I th- and that is actually part of our routine as well. Uh, if I could recommend any rut slash routine to get into that is super boring but super helpful, it is a communication one. Just yeah. know that there are set times or set moments or set, you know, mm-hmm. locations where that's just where y'all talk. Cannot recommend that yeah. <laughs> highly enough um, because I think that's what allows us to put all of our ideas and kinky play and the things we know we'd like to be doing mm-hmm. on the back burner because I'm not worried about the relationship part. No, no. And and it's funny because you, you bring that up. You know, we, if you listen back in, in our earlier episodes, we often talked about how Friday night was our coffee date night. And we would always go for our coffee Friday nights and we would sit and talk. Mm-hmm. And sitting in a coffee shop right now is not... <laughs> Hell, and, one time we tried to sit on the patio and it rained on us. Yeah. It felt like the universe it, was telling us it, something. It happens. But we have kind of adjusted that to the fact that on Fridays we tend to eat lunch together. Mm-hmm. And we go out, we grab a sack lunch, and we go sit in the park. Mm-hmm. And if we can't sit in the park, we sit in the car. We sit but in the we car. we leave the house. Yes. <laughs> yes. We leave the mm-hmm. house. And, you know, it's almost and that it's funny because that is now a new routine that is not boring yet. It doesn't feel like a rut yet mm-hmm. um, because it's still fun and exciting because part of the challenge is, oh, well, where are we going to go? Well, where do I have the best coupon? Because we're not spending a lot of money on this. Right, right. And also it's got to be something we can take and go. And also it's got, you know, and it's weird the small things that you, I know I uh, will latch on to as a thing that drives me. Yeah. So I'm like, well, where where are we going this week? Mm-hmm. I'm now I'm much like Lola. I'm highly food motivated. So if there's food involved, um, I'm certainly interested. Quite frankly, <laughs> you could probably get me to start some new submissive habits and just make sure I get like a little, like a little treat. <laughs> Huh. Kind of like training the dog. I mean, maybe don't equate it to that. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like training the maybe dog. Maybe don't actively remind me that that is what that is like. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I am highly food motivated. Uh, just, just saying. 
So I, I think there is a difference. I use the the I use different terms because this is what came to me when we were planning this episode. So there's routine, mm-hmm. there's mundane, and there's a rut. And I do think yeah. a rut is probably worse than just having a mundane life where just mm-hmm. everything's kind of predictable and the same. And the same with the routine. You've planned it, you put it into place, but now you just kind of go through the motions and, and that's what you do. Again, let me say, not always a bad thing. A rut, though, when I think of rut, I think of a rut in the road, which is where your tire tends to get stuck. Yeah. And you just rock back and forth and you can't get out of that rut. And you just keep getting deeper and deeper and deeper until you don't see a way out. And of all of those things, I would say a rut is, again, I don't want to say it's automatically always a negative, but it certainly is an indicator that things are not going smoothly because it's a rut. It's a bump in the road where your Mm -hmm, tire can get stuck. mm -hmm. Look at me with an analogy that involves an automobile. Wow. I mean, it's that's right up there with an analogy involving a sport. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, when was the last time you think we were in what you would consider a rut? Hmm. I know there have been a couple times. I cannot think of anything specifically, though. I think of our ruts... As when we are, com- the times we've been in the worst ruts were times we were not communicating. And I was going to say, I, it, it, it involved our, our communication. There, there have been a few times our communication had broken down. And when our communication breaks down for us, everything else breaks down. Yeah. My nighttime spankings are like, there's nothing to write home about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's none of the little touches that you tend to do like, you don't do it all the time, so I never know when to expect it. But sometimes I don't know where you'll grab my butt. Mm-hmm. You'll pull my hair. You'll pinch a nipple. Like, you'll right. do something. And even though that's never part of a routine, it's never expected when it happens. It's always welcome. It's never expected when it happens. It's It lets me know that you are definitely on some level in your dom headspace. Mm-hmm. And there is never any of that once our, we're in a communication our, rut. Right. When we're like, we're just living our mm-hmm. lives in parallel. Like, yeah, technically we're in our power exchange. I'm going through the motions of my stuff. You're going through the motions mm-hmm. of your stuff. Mm-hmm. But in a rut, one of us, and it's not like a, there's no pattern to it, but one of us tends to have to remind the other one right. of their stuff more often. Hey, we're out of sync here. Right. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. And I always feel it before you do. You do. You 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 are very sensitive to picking up on that. Yes. Yeah, it's called a survival mechanism, but whatever. <laughs> I'll deal with that in therapy at some point. Um, yes, I am very sensitive to that, and so and I don't. I really don't like it when we're out of sync, and so mm-hmm. then I, not on purpose. I swear to y'all, it's not on purpose. But uh, if an argument's going to happen while we're out of sync, I have probably pushed it into happening, and not on purpose. <laughs> Never with any intention of, like, there's no thought of, I'm going to start this argument and he's going to have to talk to me. Nothing nefarious. No, it's just, I think it's because what I'm, when we're in that kind of rut, because to me it is a negative rut. It is a very negative thing of our relationship because if communication breaks down and we can't get it back, we're fucked. (laughs) Not in the way we would like to be. Right, right, So I push too hard. Yeah. Usually before you're ready to even acknowledge that we're out of sync and I'm over there going, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. What's wrong? What's wrong? What? What? Yeah. Why aren't you talking to me? What? What? Talk to me, daddy. Talk to me, daddy. And I know, I know everybody is shocked that his response is to lash out and like, stop it. Back off. Back off. <laughs> no, no. Fix it. I'm in panic mode. Our relationship's going down in flames. Like... <laughs> 
I am SpongeBob on the deck of the Krusty Krab running back and forth as it burns down. That's and it, you're never Patrick in that scenario, but I am always SpongeBob SquarePants. Right? And if you don't know, then you clearly did not spend the last twenty years of your life watching SpongeBob, and you've missed out. Um. So. But yeah, that for us, those are our ruts. And I mm. again, I do think, I think a rut doesn't necessarily start off as a bad thing. I think it starts out as a routine yeah. and a pattern that you've just stayed in. Right. Or maybe you did hit a bumpy patch to keep the analogy going. Mm. And instead of like moving through it quickly and swiftly and getting over the bump, you stayed there and you just rocked back and forth until it got deeper and deeper. And next thing you know, <laughs> next thing you're you know, yelling you a, at one another while a, naked in the middle of the night. Next thing you know, you need a tow truck. <laughs> <laughs> the last communication rut we were in all i remember is being butt-ass naked in the bedroom screaming at you. yes it was yes. not sexy it would not have been featured in porn it was no. not even my best moment <laughs> <laughs> yeah no yeah no. um so what have we done to get ourselves i mean the fight does help with a rut. You know, though, I don't think that's not the. I don't think that's a healthy way to get out of a rut. I think again, it goes back to intention mm-hmm. and being intentional and being able to both calmly look at it, not the day well, you're fighting, and go, "This is a place we're in, and mm-hmm. it's not a good place. How do we get out of it?" I mean, the thing is, fighting in and of itself is not always a bad thing. All right, um, you know, nothing is ever going to run 100. percent percent smoothly no and i don't think Um, anybody should expect it to there are always going to be fights there's always going to be disagreements it's how you handle them Mm -hmm. um how how you fight you know if you if a fight happens you have to fight fairly so so to speak yeah and i think it goes back to thinking about depending on where you're at as a individual and in the relationship this is a relationship that you feel usually generally Mm -hmm. good in and you want it to be a good relationship then there's a difference in how you have that argument i mean once you're at a point i know me once i'm at a point i'm done with this person this Mm -hmm. relationship it's not that i'm going to be my worst self it means that i'm less interested in reconciliation and fixing a problem yeah I mean, I'm, I'm not saying you should run out and start a fight with somebody Please or an don't. argument. We definitely don't. But, you know, recommend that. When, when you're, sometimes when you hit that, that rut, um, you need a catalyst. Mm. Sometimes, you, you know, there, there's, there's got to be a catalyst. Some, something that some, pushes you out of the rut. Some, one way or another. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe sometimes it's that argument. It's the blow up, yeah. You know, it, it, it's that push, you know, because it, it's easy to get those blinders. And tunnel vision is a thing. Yeah, you know, t- tunnel. Yeah, it, that tunnel vision. Yes. <laughs> and you know, you 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 get in that mindset, and you just keep one foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the other. And when you're in a rut, have you ever? I mean, think about this in a rut. How in an actual back to the analogy of your tire stuck. Mm-hmm. How many times have we watched somebody keep gassing it, keep gassing it, you're not getting any fucking wear and you're doing the same damn thing over and over again. Right. Sometimes to get out of a rut, the only thing you can do is something drastically different. You know, and it's, I you, you can kind of apply this to a relationship. Um, I have gotten into a habit and I, I try to mentally do this. 
if I am trying to do something in the shop, whether I'm working on something with, with the wood turning or, or, or even working on a, a piece of equipment, I give myself three tries. If I try to do something three times and it does not work with that method, you're with trying. that method I am trying, mm -hmm. I need to try something different. Yes. Because if I keep trying the same thing and expect different results. Right, exactly. You know, it, it's it's not going to happen. So I, I have to, because it's easy, you know, I'm, I'm going to make this work. I'm going to make this work, but I'm going to keep doing the same thing over and, and over I again. I know we get into that with relationships. You're like, yes. This is who I am as a submissive. This is who they are as a dominant. We have to do these things we said we were going to do six months ago, even though today they don't work, but we mm -hmm. said we were going to, and we keep doing them, and then we wonder why we're miserable. It's because you're yeah. stuck in a rut and you're not seeing a bigger picture. To me, it's a tunnel vision thing. At some point, and it's hard to do, but at some point you have to find a calm moment, a moment of clarity, mm -hmm. a moment where things are relatively quiet within you and around you, to try to take a bird's eye view of what the fuck's going on and not not what you're doing specifically day by day, but where you want to get to. That's how I do it. I'm like, okay, I'm doing we're doing these things and we're not where we want to be yet. And and we're doing the same things over and over mm -hmm. again and nothing is changing. Let me try in that calm-ish, quiet-ish moment, look back. Okay, this is where I'm trying to get to, and we're nowhere there. How long have we been trying this method? Has any of it worked? Have we seen forward motion at all with mm -hmm. any of what we're trying to, to progress to? A perfect example, you're transitioning your relationship from a vanilla one to a power exchange. You've been together 20 years, you got 20 years of habits that you've just developed, yeah. and they're all under a different power dynamic, power exchange. A vanilla relationship is a power exchange of a lack of power exchange. Now you're moving into something different and you can see where you wanna get to in, you know, you know what you want it to look like. I would recommend going back and listening to old episodes where we talk about like the one we did with uh, fantasy versus reality. Mm -hmm. um, but you're not getting there and you're stuck in these ruts. And this happens to people who are just now transitioning and it happens to people who transitioned months or years ago. And there's still, they, still places they want to get to in their relationship and they're not there yet. Well, you got to step back and look and go, okay, what what are we doing that's not working? What What is it we haven't tried? What what I tend to find when I'm talking to other people is it's that the, the fact of a power exchange is the right one for that relationship. Mm -hmm. The dynamic they have chosen or the way they have currently chosen to express it is not always the right one. So it's like, well, we, we're a DS couple, and, but none of this feels right. But we're a DS couple, so we have to do these things. Well, no, you don't. Yeah. You can do what you want to do that That's you both right. consent to. Right. Um, and it's and I've noticed that people who fall into those kinds of ruts, it is when they realize, wait, we can we can change the rules that we set. We can use different honorifics. We can play in a different way. We can not have rules at all. We can toss this thing out and try that thing. We can do that. It's Whatever, like, I do what I want. I do what I want. Yes, you can do that. <laughs> uh, and you that's when you go back to the, the thing you said before. You get that surge of activity and excitement because yeah. you've, tr you've decided you're going to try something different. Mm -hmm. And that is when you push out of that rut. Now, can yeah. you fall right back into another rut? Of course yeah. you can. I think the um, the way I, I know for me, the way I like to do it tends to work in every situation, every rut. Now, sometimes, though, 
we think our power exchange is what's at fault and we're not looking even bigger. Like we're, we take the bird's eye view of the power exchange. Well, fly out, be, be a jet, okay? Fly out a little <laughs> bit more. Uh, are you in a pandemic? Well, you know, that, that could be causing problems. Yeah. Uh, are one or both of you worried about your job, your kids, your finances? You know what? <laughs> things will suffer <laughs> under those circumstances. When yeah. there are bigger things in life causing stress and turmoil and strife, it's not that the relationship necessarily is what's the problem. It's the, yeah. the, the relationship is the victim of the broader mm -hmm. thing in life. So you're in a rut, you're in a routine, it's really boring, you're not getting forward momentum in the things you wanna do as kingsters. Yeah, okay, but what's going on in life? And so for some people that's very much been the pandemic in general, just the general concern and anxiety and lack of mm -hmm. movement depending on where you live in the world because some of us live in places where they're like, pandemic, don't know her. Um, hmm. So we live a very different life than people who live in a place where they're not allowed to leave their house yeah. or the, the stores are closed or whatever. Um, it's just, it's, it all weighs on you and it yeah. all affects well, everything else, including your power exchange. Yeah. I mean, let, let's face it, for us, part of it was when we were in the rental, we had to scope back our play mm -hmm. because the walls were so thin. Yeah, that was a painful right? year. <laughs> that, that was a very painful year for us. Um, then, we were looking forward to being in our own home and having the space apart from the, the boys. And then boom, pandemic hits, we're on lockdown, the boys are home for six months steady. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. And also we had gotten so used to not playing because of mm -hmm. the noise, we did not adjust well to having the freedom. It was weird. Yeah. Like I think I thought that, oh, we're gonna move into this house and we, figured out the acoustics really And quickly. the magic wand's gonna wave and poof, Woo! everything's gonna be wonderful again. Fuckery everywhere yeah. for everyone. <laughs> no, that is not at all what happened. And then yes, you know, we yeah. were in, you know, mm -hmm. kids were mm -hmm. home, pandemic, all that stuff. And right. we still have not gotten out of it because this is the a truism of life. There's always something else right. going on. So when it comes to the, the ruts, the routines, the mundane, the like I said at the very top, it's not always bad. Sometimes it's, for me, it's quite comforting. Yeah. It's really nice to just sort of know what's going to mm -hmm. happen or what I think is supposed to happen in the next five minutes, in the next five days. But it sometimes you have to decide, you know, if that routine is dissatisfying, if you are unhappy, um, how much control do you have over that? And what can you do that is within your control? Mm -hmm. um, for some of us, the overarching anxieties of life, pandemic, job, kids, money, blah, blah, that it's too much. And for some of us, and this is unique to everybody, I think I think it, it's unique from situation to situation. Just because you react one way to one situation is not necessarily how you react to the next situation. It's, um, you know, being able to focus on other things is what gets us through. Mm -hmm. I work through stress. The more stressful outside life is, the more I'm gonna work, which is how I know I got myself into the situation I'm in with my professional life because I worked through a pandemic. I was like, well, mm -hmm. I'm one of the fortunate ones who's not seeing a downturn financially from this, but also the outside world is very stressful. So I'm gonna do what I always do. I'm gonna go to work. And what that meant was that our relationship 
Right. Um, but now it's like, okay, can I relationship my way through this instead of work my way through this? Mm-hmm. Meaning, can I put the focus on the things we want to do that we can control that are within, you know, right. our personal risk assessment kind of mm-hmm. stuff? Um, and put the focus there. So far, the answer has been no. But what I have focused on is us working together. Yes. Or so. <laughs> yes. Is it the same? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do I justify it? Yes. Um, but yeah, sometimes you you need to you know if you can move your focus mm-hmm. and let your focus. Yet at the same time, even though we have not increased our playtime through all this, what we have been doing is. Keeping focus on the relationship. Very much okay? so, yeah. Even though we're not playing together, mm-hmm. we have been making time. Because let, let's face it, I mean, as far as a, a relationship and kink goes, you have to have a solid relationship for the kink to... Yeah, there's going to be a foundation there, to it. There, and there's we don't be that mean foundation. marriage. We just mean yeah. a foundation of trust and right between and communication between the, the people. So, I mean, we've been doing things like, you know, we we have found with Lola, she needs to have at least one walk a day oh, God. to to expend some of her um, exuberant energy. So, we have started walking her prior to lunch. And, and what that does is it gives us time. One, we're spending time with Lola, getting her out, burning off some of her excess energy, but it gives us time together that we can talk and be together just being together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have very interesting conversations. Sometimes yeah. they're about work. Sometimes they're about the kids. Sometimes they're just, just about whatever. Yeah. I would also say that sometimes what you need if you you're in the rut or you're tired of your routine or you're mm-hmm. you know, worried it's too boring and mundane or whatever, whatever. Um, sometimes you need something big and explosive to change. You change your whole power yeah. dynamic, you whatever. And sometimes you don't. Like we added a collar routine. Right. And we go on a new daily walk that's not for us. It is for our dog, but we use that to our benefit right it can be super small things and for some of us i know for myself a small thing feels a lot more manageable than blowing it all up and building from Mm -hmm. the ground up um i think that what you as an individual and you in a specific relationship will need is gonna vary and it's gonna depend and there's no right or wrong answer and quite frankly Mm -hmm. if you're like you know what I'm going to sit in this routine through this fucking pandemic because it's one thing I don't have to think about. And you're both happy and satisfied or at least content. Yeah. Like, I don't think you have to be like doing cartwheels exuberant in your mm-hmm. happiness. I think you can be content. And that right. is a great thing. And if you find contentment in, in knowing or feeling like, you know, from day to day what to expect and what's going to happen and not a lot yeah. of new and exciting is going on. Don't feel bad for that. Roll with it. Go with it. Right. If that's what's getting you through and that is a source of comfort, great. If it is a source of confusion or or worry or pain or dissatisfaction or resentment or any then now it's time to have a conversation and it's time to have a conversation yeah. with yourself. Mm-hmm. It's time to have a conversation with your partner. Um I don't think anybody's shocked when I say that. It is always very clear to JB how I feel in any given situation. (laughs) Such a sassy, sassy girl. You know what? I've actually gotten 
away from going off by myself to think very deeply and then present it to you in a very solemn, serious way. I mean, we're just together every moment of the day yeah. right now. Yeah. And so it just, I think it, it comes out. Mm-hmm. Now, I have learned to preface it with, I have not fully thought this through. This just occurred to me, word vomit here, you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, once we're all vaccinated and, and life is yeah back to whatever that version mm-hmm. of normal is going to be um that might be different when we actually get yeah. time apart from one another and i have t- you know i have time alone and you have time alone and mm-hmm. we might adjust again that right. is also okay yeah and you know there, there's been a lot of talk in 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 the live chat and and this what they're talking about is really such a good thing um scheduling oh yeah okay you know, and, and there is nothing wrong with scheduling playtime. I mean, let's face it, you know, you, you schedule dates. You schedule, you know, hey, next week, let's go out, you know, go out to dinner Friday night, you know, and do this. In the before times. In, in the, well, I mean. <laughs> but yes. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there is nothing wrong with scheduling that. I know. I, I don't, uh, I'm not a fan of this idea that all things kinky, lusty, sexual, romantic, you know, any of those things have to always be spontaneous. Mm-hmm. And if they're not spontaneous, they're somehow less valid. I mean, it's, is it sometimes nice for some of us to experience that kind of spontaneity? In theory, I have to say yes, because for this anxious human being who does not like spontaneity, <laughs> nah, like I, I don't, I, the reason I don't have to buy into that anymore now that I've gotten a little older and more comfortable with myself is because that has never worked for me. Mm. I'm not even like, it's, it's weird to me to become aroused spontaneously. Like, oh, where did that come from? Like, I just like, even that, even that response is not usually a spontaneous response. Like, I'm like, oh, we're going to do sexy things tomorrow. Well, tomorrow. Okay. I'm here for it. I mean, it's, and I know not everybody's like that and it's okay. But if you're waiting around for it to just poof happen and then you're dissatisfied that you're not playing, you're not getting your kink on, you're not whatever, having fun, sexy, naked times together. It's not in most lives. It just doesn't happen the way it needs to be planned out. I mean, you know, talking about catalysts earlier and, and sometimes scheduling it is the catalyst. You know, I mean, you know, yeah, you, you. You don't want to say, uh, you know, an argument is the only way, but to, to sit down and say, hey, you know, tomorrow night, let's... Uh, let's do a thing. Let, let's do a thing. Mm-hmm. You and know, then you we'll... give yourself something to anticipate. Right. And to look forward to. Exactly. And now you're out of just the routine. You're out of your normal pace because you're mm-hmm. like, you're, potentially, you're thinking of, I wonder what's going to happen. I wonder right. what we're going to do. Quite frankly, in kink, especially from a dominance perspective, depending on how y'all do your kink, uh... The, the top or dominant, whoever's directing that scene, let's put it that way, mm-hmm. should be planning it because uh, if you're going to do something new, should definitely be planning it. If it's been right. a while since you played, should definitely be planning it. And when I mean planning it, I don't necessarily mean like getting the whiteboard up and, you know, lots of X's <laughs> and O's. Like, Low charts. And, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. But yeah. like at least, at least a little bit of forethought. Now, I know in long-term relationships like ours where we know each other very well, you know what I like and don't like, you right. can be more spontaneous. And it is certainly okay to be spontaneous. But in general, I know you as a dom, you are, it, most of the time, you're thinking about how, you're going to use toys and what toys you're going to use well before we're doing it. Oh, yeah. So 
we already, I think, I hope we as a general we all accept that kink scenes tend to have some level of planning. So why can't the rest of our kinky life be planned if right. necessary? If it helps us do more of the things we mm-hmm. want to do and get out of those ruts and get, and break some of those routines and have, you know, more exciting experiences to sort of dot in between the mundane part of life, especially if you are living mm-hmm. a life of a lot of sameness, depending on, you know, your pandemic life. Right. You know? Right. So what's funny is I thought 20 minutes ago, I was like, we're going to be done with this. And we kept going. I feel like I've run out of things to say. I, I think we, we've. Yeah. We, we've covered a lot. Yeah. Because a lot of this is not anything new. It's just from this perspective, we've talked mm-hmm. about routines before. We've talked about complacency. I, I, you know, when, when you get into those those ruts, that mundane day after day after day, it, mm-hmm. it, it comes down to being able to see the forest from the trees. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's right, okay. that's right up there with your tunnel vision blinders yeah. on analogy. You know, so you, you, you kind of have to, to do something to, to get that, mm-hmm. that push. And sometimes it'll be a small thing and sometimes it'll be a big thing. Yeah. And every mm-hmm. time you're, the thing is, is if like maybe in your relationship, in this specific relationship, you're finding yourself in a rut for the very first time. Mm-hmm. If this is a long-term relationship, this will not be your last rut. This is just your first <laughs> yeah. one. Buckle up, baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. so what works for this one might not be what works for the next one, you right. know, or what, what allows you to feel happy about a routine today, six months from now might be the thing that causes you to feel kind of itchy and twitchy and like, this is, uh, I'm dissatisfied with this routine. So <laughs> it's all an ebb and flow. It's all contextual. It all depends yeah. on who you are in this given moment and what life is throwing at you in this given moment. And then in some time in the future from that, some part of the circumstances are going to change and you're probably going to have to react differently and you're going to need a different method to get through it. And that is also valid. Yeah. So hopefully, I just I just wanted to normalize this as a thing. Mm-hmm. That it's not just the boring old vanillas who blah, blah, blah. Now, no. No. It can happen to everybody. It's a people thing. Anybody. Yep. Especially a people it's, living through a pandemic thing. It's a human experience it's thing. part of the human experience. Yeah. So, that's all we got. That's all we got. We do have a bonus section. Yes, we do. <laughs> Tons for the bonus section. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's very exciting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess we can be done now. Are we good? Mm, I don't get to decide that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Keep it kinky, y'all. And we'll see you next week. Daddy. Yes, baby girl. Can I talk to the crickets, please? I have so much to tell them. Do you? I do. Really? I do. I do. And I guess I shouldn't stand in your way of talking to the crickets. But you're a sadist, so you will. <laughs> Talk to the crickets, girl. Thank you, Daddy. Okay, <laughs> so our uh, emoji of the week. Uh, I went searching. I planned this. And I uh, could find nothing that really fit. So I went with a check mark because when I'm following a routine, I tend to be following a to-do list. And whether I'm physically checking something off a list or I'm mentally checking something off a list, check marks. So there are several check mark styles of emojis. Pick your favorite, I don't care. Uh, so our emoji of the week is a check mark. Okay, so what do I want to tell you about? Um, 
I know this does not apply to everybody who's hearing the sound of my voice, but I like to announce these things publicly so people know that when we say we're, we do a thing, we actually do a thing. Uh, if you recall, we talked all January about our membership drive and we're like, stickers, we're giving out stickers, we're giving out stickers. This morning, I mailed out nearly all of the stickers that will go out. The only stickers that have not been mailed out are people who had not entered their shipping address through their Patreon membership that I reached out to and went, please give me your mailing address. And so in a couple of weeks, I'll go through and finish those up. But we did a January membership drive, mid-February, the perks went out. I'm so fucking proud. And in all that, got our new printer. It prints beautifully, it worked. We got made the Cricut work. I almost threw the Cricut. That's a paper, or not a paper, but it's a cutting machine. I use it for sticker paper. It cuts a lot of other things. Uh, if you're not familiar with what a Cricut is, not, to be confused with proud crickets, by the way, um, almost through the cricket machine across the fucking room a couple of times till I figured out the quirk. <laughs> uh, lighting is the issue. Um, and when I when I did the membership perk for our membership drive, it's purple envelopes, y'all. It's purple envelopes. I purposely got purple envelopes. And then I got fancy stamps from the post office. I'm so excited. So that's a thing. Um, it's the little things in life, right? a little thing um what else uh i am doing more quilty sewy things you are uh, my plan this weekend i have i'm doing a patchwork and i'm gonna sew all those pieces together this coming weekend um for valentine's day we didn't go anywhere we did go pick up dinner mm-hmm. we waited we at eight o'clock in the morning of Valentine's morning, I placed the online order with Carabas, an Italian restaurant, uh, to pick up at 5.30. We arrived at 5.30. I mean, this was eight hours after. I'd gotten the text message at five yeah. that the uh, order was you know, being processed. I'm like, okay, no problem. I know it's an automated system thing. Fine, fine, fine. 5.30, we are there on the dot. 6.20, we left with our food <laughs> to get home to eat it. We were gonna like do takeout anyway. We never even usually order food on Valentine's Day. No. Um, We will not do that again next year, regardless of where we're at in a pandemic. We will just wait for an off day. It mm -hmm. just, it, we had a lovely meal at home. Oh, it was very nice. It was very nice. It was delicious. You didn't have to cook it. Didn't have to do any dishes. It was great. It was yep. my kind of my last hurrah where I was like, yes, I will eat bread now. Um, and then the next day I went, no, I will not eat bread. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, it just reiterated that even takeout, especially in a pandemic when a lot more people were doing takeout than normally oh, do. Yeah. Uh, no, no Valentine's Day. We're just gonna, from here on out, we're locking ourselves in our house on Valentine's <laughs> Day. We will come out the day before, mm -hmm. the day after. That's fine. Uh, we did not get each other cards. No. No. Uh, I'm okay with that. You are a very good card giver, but you get very frustrated with me over cards. <laughs> I think I'm a good card you giver. You are. Uh, I do not keep cards forever. Weirdly, except the ones that we get in the mail from the from crickets. I see where I rate. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, let's see. Uh, um, uh, a pet update. Uh, Lola ate something we're not sure what, though we suspect. 
uh, something that did not agree with her. Oh, in a big way. In a very gross way that we will not describe because nobody no. needed that. But what it meant was two times in the middle of the night the other night, it was like being a parent of a newborn again because she howled. We woke up to howling. So, Frantic howling. Fr- and we didn't know the Not first barking, time. howling. Yeah. And the first time we didn't know why. We're like, why? she never gets distressed in her crate at night mm-hmm. by herself. She's fine. We've been doing this for months. And I go, I go, I come into the office here and I'm comforting her and I'm getting her to settle down. And she does settle down. And so I go back to bed. I'd never put my glasses on. I couldn't see shit. I threw a robe over my don't wear clothes to bed self. Was just like, what? Mm-hmm. Lay back down in bed. She starts to howl again. This time I get up. Thank God. You know you know what that taught me? What? What you would have been like if we had had babies together. Like you was you didn't even you didn't even like pause. You're like, okay, my turn, I'll get up. And I was like, Wow, I don't want to have babies now, but <laughs> that would have been nice if I could have lived that life when I had babies. <laughs> I did not live that life yeah. when the boys were babies. Yeah. Uh and that the second how because I got up for the first how. Mm-hmm. The second how you got up and Yeah. Um, I, I came in here, and the way she was acting, I, I opened up the crate to let her out. And she just, you know, normally when I, when I open up and let her out, she will want loving from me. Mm-hmm. She dashed out and ran right to the front door. And the initial thought I had was, was she hearing something outside? Mm-hmm. So I start looking out the window, but she's just like at the door, like, and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> you want to and go I, out. And I was like, Lola, let's go. And I took her to the back door, let her out in the backyard, and she, yeah. Ran to the very back of the back, backyard. The backyard, and, and. Her stomach was bothering her. Yes. So uh put her in the crate. You come back to bed. Mm-hmm. Took me a while. I don't know if it took you a while. Took me a while to get back to To fall back asleep. That was 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. 5.30 in the morning. Again. There's howling. Now, this time I have to admit. <laughs> you slept I, through it. <laughs> I slept through it. I, I actually heard her howling, but it was part. It became part of my dream. Mm. That's why I asked you if she, when we did get up. <laughs> Me with one eye like, open at that point. Yeah. Was, was she? Was, her. was she again? <laughs> <laughs> I will say I was transported almost immediately back to newborn days because... I thought only the kids crying could get me up. Mm-hmm. That I'm like abrupt. No, the dog howling. Yeah. I was wa- wide awake, mm-hmm. as wide awake as you can be after you've already been woken up two hours mm-hmm. earlier. So now I knew the trick. I come out. I let her out of the crate. I open the back door. She's gone like a shot. Mm-hmm. And then I realized uh, now there are obviously differences between parents of you know human children and. Uh, dog parents i get that i know that some people roll their eyes at the analogy but i do also see the parallels because there are only two three individuals on this planet whose uh poop i've ever examined that closely two of them were newborns Mm -hmm. uh many years ago and one was the dog (laughs) yeah i'm at my desk working later sun is up we're like zombies because we were woken up twice in the middle of the night for the dog and JB comes to the back door. He's like, you need to come out here and see this. And I'm like, what? So I put shoes on, go in the back door. Next thing you, if you just saw us from a, like a distance, you'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Because we are bent over double right. staring <laughs> at what came out of her body in the middle of the night. And we're like, wow, what do you think that is? <laughs> it pa- 
cast. I, I was my thing was okay. I'm gonna give it a little bit more time. Yes, if yes, she's yes, still yes, yes. sick like that. We're gonna have to call the vet. It passed. Right. She's it, fine. It passed. She's she fine. She got into something. She, she got into something. Um, extremely high fiber. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. And part of me was like feeling like so the solidarity of the running running like that out the door. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah Lola girl, I've been there. <laughs> But um, <laughs> no, she she's fine. She's back to her her normal self. Um, I missed it last night, but uh, Kayla took her out in the backyard because she was feeling a little energetic, and uh, apparently she had had zoomies in the backyard. Serious zoomies, yeah. middle of the night. Yeah. Just like our backyard was a racetrack, and she's mm -hmm. just so she she's back to her normal self. Mm -hmm. uh, she she went with me on on my Duncan run this morning for coffee and I almost thought I wasn't going to get my coffee because the girl at the window was so enamored with her she was more intent on giving Lola a treat than getting me my coffee <laughs> your third coffee of the day well Let's yeah wait. it's not yeah. like you were waiting no for I wasn't that. deprived no no no, no, no. Uh, we thought we might have had a breakthrough between Onyx and Ella <laughs> We were wrong. Yeah. So um, they've been, we have gotten to a point where we can open the bedroom door. Our bedroom is where Onyx basically just stays when Ella is out. And several times we've been able to open the bedroom door as long as one of us is standing there and doesn't let Ella just come on in. They will stand on either side of the baby gate and alternately hiss slash meow at one another. Mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, this is progress. I like this. This is progress. Yeah. Onyx wasn't running away and hiding. Mm -hmm. Nobody was lashing out. Fine. Then the other night, um, Ella gets out and we can't catch her fast enough. She beelines us straight for our bedroom. And we were just tired. And we went, yeah. fuck it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> for a while, not much. They stared each other down, but nobody puffed up. Nobody was hissing. Well, there was hissing. But nobody's growling or scratching well, you, you at you got to understand something. With, with Onyx, we learned this early on. Her way of saying hello is a very soft yeah. hiss. Yes, except this was not that. She no. was she, she it, was it, it was a little bit more of a hiss. It was yeah. an intense hiss. Anyway, so we're like, okay, well, we'll stand here and we'll watch. And next thing we know, they're going back and forth with one another. Mm -hmm. Onyx is trying to corner Ella. Ella gets pissed and takes a swipe at Onyx after Onyx had turned around to walk away from her, which was like, wait, wow, she turned her back yeah. on you. Maybe we're okay. Ella's like, ha, bitch, right. you won't do that again. Right, because, yeah, Onyx had, had turned her back and started to walk away. And we're like, okay, she's, she's, you know, comfortable enough to turn her back on this other cat. And, and then Ella made sure she'll never do Ella that again. Ella made sure she never do that again, because as soon as Onyx turned her back, she leaped up and, and lit into her. Yeah. Then, day before recording, um, doors got left open from the cleaners. We were like, fuck it. Because mm -hmm. Onyx goes into deep hiding on those days. She doesn't like the sound of a vacuum cleaner. She doesn't like all the activities. She doesn't like it. Yeah. So she's in deep hiding, and Ella's roaming free, and all the doors are open. And I'm like, I'm not hearing any hissing, so we'll just let this mm -hmm. we'll let this lie for a while. Let's see what yeah. happens. Next thing you know, I'm sitting at my desk, and I'm working, and I hear, like, the cat fighting sound. <laughs> and I go running, and I still don't know what happened. But I know that Ella cornered Onyx in the closet, which is her... Uh, Fortress of Solitude. Yes. Couldn't think of it. Yeah. Um, and that is a sensitive spot. Like, that's a spot she don't like anybody being mm -hmm. in. And here's Ella cornering her there and swiping. And I'm coming and going and doing that loud, whoa, whoa, whoa thing. 
I was like, okay, I don't know if have we made, is it a two steps forward, one step back yeah. thing? I don't know what's happening right. here. So we're keeping them separate again mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I can't handle it, quite frankly. I don't yeah. know about them. Now, Lola and Ella have made forward progress. A little bit, yeah. 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 Um, um, I have a picture. I need to post that on Discord with Lola sleeping on the sofa and Ella right above her on the back of the sofa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're, they're, they are, those two are starting to make progress. Ella tried to walk up to Loli the other day, and I thought there might be like a nose boop or a mm-hmm. something like a high, but then <laughs> Lola didn't see Ella, and she glumped a little bit, and it startled <laughs> Ella, and so then Ella was like, <laughs> and then took off, and I'm like, oh, yeah. uh, that's definitely... Two steps forward, one step back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still chaos around here, but it's less chaotic. Right, right. That right. is ultimately what, what makes me happy. It's less yeah. chaotic. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, um, we, we got an electrician in here yesterday. Oh, my God. That the was the moment I felt recording. old because I think that guy's in his 30s and all I could look at think was, oh, my God, he looks so young. Yeah. <laughs> Getting old, y'all. Um, the the outlet that we had been using for our recording computer uh, took a hit and got knocked out, mm-hmm. and we had the cord then running across. I had checked all the breakers. Uh, I even swapped out the outlet to no avail, and um, yeah, we were at a loss. Well, he came in, and and he basically did you know check behind me, check breakers and, and all this. And, you know, he started asking me some questions. <laughs> so here's what found out. Um, the, the outlet here in, in the back room basically is about mid, mid, midway. And, you know, if you go end to end, it's about the middle oh, of the, the house. house. Yeah, yeah. And he starts asking me about um, they call CFI. I think so. Outlets. I don't know. They're they're used like in bathrooms, kitchens where there is water, you know, so they they trip off if anything happens. He so he starts asking me, you know, a bunch of questions, especially since this was a Florida room and it was an exterior wall at one time. So we're talking, and he starts looking. He asks to look in the backyard and starts looking at the outlets in the back. Then he goes in the kitchen. He's like, "What about your bathrooms?" So I point him t- to the to the uh, boys' bathroom, and he goes in there. He's like, "Sure enough, the outlet was tripped." So it was never broken. It was never broken. Um, the outlet here in the office is tied to the outlet in the boys' bathroom, which is two rooms over. The dining room is between. Yeah. So, that outlet and the boys' bathroom. So basically, what, it's been two months? It's probably been less than that, six less weeks. Less than that, six like weeks. That. And, and in that time, the outlet in the boys' bathroom has not worked either. Which now I have questions. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they both have electric toothbrushes, and one of them is a, a rechargeable one. So it sits on a charger, and now I'm like, did you not notice your toothbrush doesn't? It's not charging? Yeah, like, right? I've got to go in there and sort things yeah, out for those Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that 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 was taken care of and fixed, which which was nice. Mm-hmm. Although it was kind of a 
dough moment for me, you know. Well, I mean, I mean I, you checked the kitchen. I, I did check the kitchen because that's where the outlet is close it proximity only, yeah, to. Yeah, no. You it's, know. But now we have so, an electrician that we like. And yeah. hopefully we can call when we need somebody in the future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so there's there's been a lot going on. But um, it's all been good. Yeah. It's all been good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm never a fan of having to... One, weirdly, write a physical check. I was like, do I even yeah. remember how to do this? Uh, but, you know, write a check for an electrician. But I'm glad to have an electrician now. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, if anybody is new here, this is kind of what the Friday Night Hangouts are like. Yeah. Except there's a lot more conversation about food. Um, <laughs> and movies and TV shows. Um, and alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think that's plenty. Because if we talk about everything, we won't have anything for Friday night. That's true. Uh, reminders. Thank you once again to the Butters Hygienics Company for sponsoring this week's episode. Getthebutters.com mm-hmm. is the site. Kayla is the code. 15% off. Uh, Friday night hangout. Uh, YouTube. Uh, Friday, uh, February 19th, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. We go yeah. basically till we can't go anymore, which for us is usually midnight our yeah, time. Yeah. Um, and uh, it went, I kept it up. Uh, on the YouTube channel, normally I make those private, but I kept it up afterwards. I got people were like okay with it. I didn't get like anything okay. weird, so I might All keep right. it up. Yeah. Uh, if you ever need background noise when you're doing other things, um, and yeah, yeah, I think mm. that's it. That's we, plenty. Are we good? I don't know. We're not going to say our thing again. We already no, did that part. Ah. For YouTube watchers, we do that in the <laughs> podcast because that's our break in the podcast. Like music gets slotted in there and mm-hmm, then it's like, mm-hmm. then we go into the bonus section. I think it's probably weird on the on on the YouTubes. Probably, yeah. But we do it anyway. We don't care. Yeah, that, that was, yeah, because that was always our breaking point from the end so. of the actual episode. All right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gonna we're go. getting, I got to say this. We're getting a, a little... um. A couple of comments about uh, checks. Yeah, we. Yeah. I used to buy checks in boxes of like 100 or 200 or no, was it 200, 250? Like a, bo- a full box. Yeah. Now we buy like a couple little like sleeves of them. Uh, we made sure they were superhero. It's Justice League. Yep. Just saying. If I got to buy checks, and I only keep checks for certain things like that, school yeah. stuff and service people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're fun checks is all I'm saying. Yep. Anyway, we're going to go. Yes. <laughs> Yep. Uh, yeah. We love mm-hmm. you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks Always for good to your see time and here. attention. Uh, hopefully, we'll see some of y'all Friday night on the YouTube mm-hmm. live stream. Yep. Ta da. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.